You're now listening to the Stronger Inside Podcast, where we break down all things regarding health, fitness, and wellness to help you improve your mind, body, and environment. And now, your host, Wayne, a.k.a. Workout with Wayne, and Ernest, a.k.a. Mr. 100 Pounds Down. All right, welcome back to Stronger Inside Podcast. We are back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Episode number 10. We're in the double digits. Going strong, baby. <laughs> double digits. Yeah, man. All right, we're coming off that two-part episode last week, uh, episode number nine. I uh, still have not heard back from Oprah yet, so <laughs> it's either a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. I was- I was told that you were supposed to tag her in, in the uh, in the post and see if she would reach out. Uh, she, I think she's got uh, better things to do. <laughs> I think you're scared. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> no one stepped in the step to me. Oh, right, right. <laughs> or, or Gail. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want no problems with Gail. I seen what happened to Snoop Dogg. Yeah, man. He had to fall back mm-hmm. on her. <laughs> no problems with Oprah or Gail. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to do something a little different for this episode. All right. Um, we're going to discuss a certain topic, but there's a TV show based on this topic. So th- this, is a, this is a huge reason why people struggle to lose weight, uh, struggle to hit their fitness goals in general, struggle to make that necessary lifestyle change. What are we going to talk about today, Ernest? So today we're going to talk about, are you a secret eater? A secret eater. Secret eater. (laughs) That's a funny phrase. Um, The show we're going to reference is titled Secret Eaters. Secret Eaters is a British uh, reality TV show about overeating. It was broadcast on Channel 4, which is popular. You've probably seen some shows from there if you're familiar with any uh, British television. It's pretty interesting. So, uh, Ernest, uh, you, you checked a couple out. Um, this is something that I've actually discussed with a couple of my clients before because I, I really think it's a, a interesting show and a lot of people can relate to it. So uh, run, run the breakdown of the show and we'll, we'll jump into it. All right. So what the show is about, you have a couple or some family members that come together and they say, hey, We've been putting on this weight over the course of the last few years. We don't know what the issue is or the problem is. We work out, we eat healthy, uh, square meals every day, and we can't figure out why we're putting on weight. So they bring on these uh, people from the show, and what they do is they put cameras in their home. They tell them they're going to put cameras in their home, and they're going to record their eating habits. So cameras in their kitchen, their living room, uh, and places like that so they can kind of check out what they're eating and when they're eating it. Yeah. Um, unbeknownst to the people on the show is that they're actually going to follow them outside their home as well. So if you go yeah. to your, <laughs> your friend's house or your uh, family member's house. To the, the pub. Lo- to the local <laughs> pub, uh, the grocery store, or to these takeout restaurants, they're going to follow you there also and they're going to take get- away. Takeaway, excuse me. You gotta, get your, you gotta get your British lingo, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got these takeaway restaurants. They're gonna follow you there and gonna check on what you ordered there as well. And then at the end of the uh five day 
uh, or week-long uh, experience experiments, at the end of the five-day experiment, they're going to then bring you back and then confront you with all the things that you're secretly eating. Now, prior to them starting this process, you go through uh, a food diary and you indicate all the things that you eat on a regular basis yeah. and the caloric intake of those things. And so most of the people come back and they say, well, I only eat about 1,500 to 2,000 calories, maybe on the high end, 2,200 for some yeah, of the men. Depending on, yeah. Right. Yep. For some of the men, maybe on the 2,200 range. But uh, no one is really indicating that they're eating 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 calories because, you know, they think they're not eating that much. And so that's kind of the, that's kind of the basis and premise of the show. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting, you know, these people are just so confused, you know, they come in scratching their head. They just can't figure it out. Right. It's like, how am I gaining weight? And I'm, and in their mind, they're not eating in a caloric surplus. Mm -hmm. Uh, We, we, we all know that the basic laws, if you consume more than you burn, you gain. If you burn more than you consume, you lose. If you stay in that little maintenance zone, then you kind of stay the same. So uh, these people are gaining, and it's not necessarily at a rapid rate, it's even at a gradual weight, but let's say you you gain three pounds a year for 10 years. Mm -hmm. There you go, you know, so it's, it's something that's very slow. And then let's say, what does gaining three pounds a year look like? That is, very, that is a very slow weight gain, right? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But, then, but then you wake up and you're, you know, 30, 40 or whatever, and you're 30 pounds overweight. Mm-hmm. And that did not come from you just aging or your metabolism necessarily slowing down. It's, it's because you're at a caloric surplus. And this show really highlights that, sheds a light on it, exposes it. And uh, yeah, it, I, I really enjoy it. So uh, let, let's talk about the first part mm-hmm. where most people, they, they have them do the food diary, right? And they say, just write down everything you're eating. And the, it's so funny how the numbers that they record never match up with what the, the reality is a little bit later when they show it. Is that right. something that is that something that you've ever related to in terms of uh, either when we first started with the food diary, uh, we you, we used my fitness pal or uh, anything that you've tried previously? Yeah, I, when we first started, I never thought because I didn't eat as much as far as multiple times a day, large meals and things like that. I wasn't getting the fast food for breakfast and then something crazy for a snack and then a large lunch and different things like that. And then, you know, having a crazy dinner. I didn't think I was doing those types of things where I was at a crazy uh, caloric surplus. But what, what, but what I was doing, I was not eating lean meats. So I was eating. So when I did eat, I, did, I ate bad. I didn't eat good food. So when I did eat, I wasn't eating good food. You weren't, you weren't eating real food. Wasn't eating real food. There you go. And so I think one of the things that I had to take away, one of the things I took away was that you can eat more while, and eat healthier, you know, and still be at that, have that full feeling and have, be, have, be satisfied, but not have 
you know, all those bad foods, those things that, uh, those not real foods that are going to do damage to your body or have you put on the extra pounds and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's really, it's really, uh, the processed foods. It, It goes back to the, the Western diet and then it goes into what's quick and easy. So a lot of foods that you were eating and what these people are eating on these shows, you see that it's, it's perceived quick and easy because there, there is a way to make healthy food quick and easy. Mm-hmm. And I, I cook all the time and I don't do huge meal preps. Uh, there are times where I come home in between clients and I whip up a stir fry. I whip up a salad. I whip up a, a bowl or something the same way people would go to these fast casual restaurants, uh, on their lunch break or what is it the chipotles the cavas the even some of these salad places sweet green and sweet leaf and just these places where basically it's real food that they just get thrown together really quick and then Mm -hmm. they mark it up and then you buy it because you didn't make it right i do that at home and basically i'm it's a little bit cheaper because i'm cutting my own vegetables i'm cooking my own food and there it is but that's fast for me so the same way these people are choosing to eat what we call quick and easy fast foods, but their stuff is processed. You know, they're throwing in French fries and just other different things like that to where they're, they're thinking it's quick and easy, but it's still heavily processed Western diet where there's the heavy influence of dairy and just kind of lack of vegetables as well, especially. Right. And I know, did you notice that in this, this uh, series, right. the, way, the way they eat over there? Right. I, I saw very few green things and yeah. uh, very little color. Very um, few. A lot of browns. A lot of shades right. of brown on that uh, plate, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot gravies, of gravies, the chips. And, yeah. The, a lot of yeah. starches and things like that. Yep. Yeah. Well, one, of the things, one of the things I noticed early along, and I think you pointed out to me, was that a lot of the calories I was intaking were from my drinks and the things yeah. that I, yeah. The so, liquids. Yep. Yeah. So a lot of liquids. So you don't even really think about it and the fact that you know liquids don't really um don't fill, you, fill up. you up right so you you're drinking uh you know something from a starbucks or you're drinking something from a vending machine a soda or whatever and you taking you're taking in that 250 calories and then you're eating this you know highly fat saturated burger or fries and things like that and now yeah, you, you just had that small little meal that isn't going to sustain you for a long period of time. Just took up nine hundred calories out of your day. That's the value meal. Yeah, you gotta get, you gotta get the soda with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Uh, that's a good point. Um, kind of going back to uh, our participants, they are under logging their food. Really, they're not able to log everything that they're actually consuming. And that's what we find out. Is that something that you felt like you did before or want, or when we initially started logging, you felt like you were just, you were able to get everything down and that wasn't really a, there wasn't no disconnect there. So yes and no. Okay. And so, uh, you know, this is a moment of honesty for your boy right here. <laughs> <laughs> so I logged, I logged my food. I logged the clean things that I was eating consistently. Yeah. So after, at the end of the day, if I notice that I logged 300 calories less than my goal uh, calories for the day, okay. maybe I have uh, some sweet treats or something like that. Maybe I'll have a piece of this or 
a couple of these types okay. of things. And I might not have logged those, but I, in my mind, I knew that, oh, that was less than those 300 calories, but Wayne doesn't need to know that. It's all so, right. So you did not log it. So I did not log it on the app, but I logged it in my mind. So let me ask you this. Did you actually look it up and not press enter? Or did you just assume? I looked on the on the back of the package and okay yeah i did that said okay two okay. of these equals you know so X question what uh, what did that do for you <laughs> it did nothing it did nothing for well, it, it had to do something it, for you at the time you chose to do it mentally it avoided so i think i was avoiding having a conversation with you saying why 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 the cookies okay or, why the you know why the this or why the that so okay. i was a, avoiding that that's what it did for. I guess okay. that's what. It, okay. So what it was more so. What's the name of the show? <laughs> Stronger inside. No. Oh, oh, oh secret eating. Secret eating. Yeah. Secret yeah. Eating. Yeah. I was. Yeah. That's that's what I was. That's what I was doing. Yeah. You were. You were. And that's kind of the point of this whole thing is like mm -hmm. you're doing it in the shadows. You're doing it there, and that's not helping you break the habit. That's more so us worrying about calories mm -hmm. and, and, we're, and, and we're not only worrying about calories but worrying about what somebody else is going to think that is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, because you you the reason you felt comfortable doing it is because you felt like i'm not going against the math mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm not breaking the math i'm not going against that so i'm going to avoid it and then you know i'll be fine but really i a lot of the things that we're doing is not necessarily worried about the calories. It was more so about you changing the habits. Right. And you were continuing the habits somewhat behind, behind closed doors in the shadows, <laughs> <Listen>. lurking. <laughs> no. But, but yeah, that, that's how it works. And uh, what happens is if you don't log, it's so easy to just, over over consume a little bit so uh yeah that happened on the show a lot and, and that's something that i wanted to uh see if that's something you could relate to or pretty sure there's some listeners there because there there's a lot of uh food logs that i've done with clients and there's times where certain things just don't don't add up but right. that that is a personal journey and really it, it's like looking in the mirror because you know we, we've talked about this before on the show it's not about impressing me Right. Not about it's not about making making things look good for me, whether it be your your food log or whatever, because I'm I'm here to help you change. Help you and I, I if if you're not as honest with me or with whatever program you're doing, then you're almost harming yourself because you're not really being honest with yourself. Because guess what happens when you go back, Ernest? So let's say we needed to go back, let's say, let's say two months into a process, right? I'm like, let's go back and see how you've been eating and maybe why we have a plateau, right? And then we go back to those weeks. It's not there. It's not right. And you probably don't even remember it. You're not going to remember everything that you ate those different days. Right. So now you've basically erased what happened. And what happens, a lot of times people will get frustrated because it's almost as if it didn't happen. So they're almost looking at this clean eating thing and they know they, they you know, they kind of have some things here or there, but they don't really have the hardcore proof. So now they're like, oh, this doesn't work for me, blah, 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 you know? Mm -hmm. Same thing with logging exercise or things like that. It's okay. like, if you, if you don't know exactly how many days you're doing something or how many calories you're consuming, and then you go back, 
and it looks favorable for you, and then it, it, it's frustrating. Yeah, and, and that's exactly what happens on the show. When they come back to them and say, you've consumed 5,000 calories on... So after they, they do their food log and they, and they come back and they tell them their, their self-log, the, the log that they do their self, mm-hmm. say, this is what I'm eating. And like you said, it's usually this low number, right? Correct. Then they start the second process of installing the cameras in the home. And, yep. and that's where it gets interesting, right? Real interesting. <laughs> that's where it gets real interesting. That's when the truth comes out. Because you can see these people making efforts. They're trying. They really do try for the most part, you know, between 80 to 90%. They're making some good choices. Uh, they're, they're trying. But then what are some things that kind of stood out to you after the cameras were in the home? So a couple of the things were spouses. So for instance, some of these people were like brothers and sisters. And so you would see the brother and sister working towards their goal, but then you had a spouse that wanted to eat a burger and, and chips, which are fries for them. And so you had them preparing. Yeah. So the wife who was trying to work her goal was preparing a burger and fries for her husband. And so while she ate a salad or something like that. And so Again, those could be trigger trigger type of situations where... A, a wise man once said, it's hard to enjoy your salad when there's a meat lover's pizza. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. And so you you will see her eat the salad while he's eating, a, I think it was even a triple burger or something like that. Oh, wow. Okay. And so she leaned over and said, let me get let me get a bite. And yeah. so that, that's one of the things where it's like, all right, you logged that you ate this salad, but what about that bite or two of that burger that, yeah. that you got too? So those things kind of add up. If you eat a bite of this unhealthy food over the course of five days, every day, that's extra calories that you're, that you're putting on, right? Yeah. Um, some of the other things we saw were cookies and biscuits being eating in uh, like a side room or a closet or things yeah, like that. These little compartments. It's right. like they're... Uh mafia drug dealer cars that's <laughs> the wall spinning around and it's like well why are you hiding that stuff yeah, you know, you, under yeah. the drawer <laughs> yeah you, you pull the book on the bookshelf and yeah, the whole exactly thing around and you got a whole My bunch walls of walls do a 360 <laughs> right yeah you got, you got baby you got baby d back there talking about i got these cupcakes <laughs> it's like man they yeah yeah they, they come out of it the little secret compartments. And what do they do? They eat one or two and mm-hmm. put them back. Now, what'll happen is they they might eat one or two and then come back an hour later. Right. They eat one or two. And in their mind, it basically, they should have just sat down and ate 10 of them. Right. But they spaced it out throughout the day. And when it doesn't get recorded, in their mind... It goes back to those those words we talked about, the nibbled and the snacked and the right. sampled. It's like, no, you ate 10 cookies. It's just Straight over up. a span of 10 hours. Right. Straight up. <laughs> then you had the so and then you have the cameras outside the house. So you have you have them following them to the gym. So you see people at the gym working out. And so you're like, okay, they're they're they are fit or they're they're working towards. But remember, these cameras, they don't know they're being watched outside in, the house. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So you see them working out and you see them doing these things, and so boom, everybody's good to go. And then they leave the gym and then they <laughs> they or they or they finish their bike ride and they stop at a pub and they have a bacon hey, burger yep. and a beer, and then they uh-huh. ride the back ride the bike home and drink so, a pint. Right. Or three. Exactly. And then one 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 of the women uh stated that 
that it's okay to eat like that after your workout because that's when your metabolism is at its highest and you can burn more calories. Well, that there is truth to that. There okay. is truth to that. When it comes to uh what you call it, nutrient timing, meal timing, uh mm-hmm. you do want to consume protein and carbohydrate post workout. That's mm-hmm. when your body is and that's why you'll see somebody do the the post-workout protein shake to where right. your body is saying, refuel, refuel, refeed me. And that sounds good, Wayne, but does that work for cinnamon buns? Well, yeah, actually it does because okay. your body can uh, process the simple sugars better in when your body's in that state. Okay. And so is that, is that ideal? No, because you could still put yourself in a caloric surplus eating those things. Mm-hmm. So really, when you're when you're recovering from the workout, we talked about uh, glycogen storage again. So simple carbohydrates are going to be a actually preferred source than the complex carbs, you know, the brown rice and things like that, because of, like I said, how fast it is uh, absorbed. So mm-hmm. there is some truth to it, but that is a a tool that somebody on an elite level can use. If you're not doing the basics, then that's not something that you should be trying to do. Right. That's, that's that's a a higher level tool, not a, a a baseline. I need to lose twenty pounds plus tool. Right. Yeah. Some of the other things that I saw were a lot of them would go to these restaurants, these uh, takeaway restaurants. Yeah. And then they would eat the food in their car. So trying to hide from the cameras, trying yeah, to yeah. trying to hide so they don't bring the food back home. They're going to eat it in the car on the way and then dumping in a random trash can, you know, those types of things to, because they were avoiding trying to be caught at home eating these food and, th- and things like that, as well as one of the last things. So we also saw that people at, at work would eat and nibble while they're at their desk. And those yep. types of things. The workplace. So, yeah. The frenemies. Eating a, <laughs> right, eating a bag of chips or, you know, Jim, eating a, a Jim's at it again with the donuts. <laughs> Jim with these <laughs> dang on donuts. <laughs> <laughs> so you eat those donuts or you eat those, uh, for them, the biscuits, which are like cookies and yeah, um, yeah. Uh, pastries and things like that. While you're just sitting at your desk doing these different. Those different yeah. kind of biscuits. Those, yeah. Those ain't, those ain't your mama biscuits. <laughs> 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 not, 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 mama Pils- biscuits. not your mama biscuits not yeah. your pillsbury biscuits they yeah. got the difference yeah not mrs payne's biscuits mama <laughs> Payne. yeah but so those are those are some of the things that they would um see them doing but not logging those are things that they weren't logging in that 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 food diary uh-huh those are things that they didn't take into account or when they did it themselves on. right yep. right yeah. yeah and so then after that happens uh they got to face the music because the show invites them to, I don't forgot what they said. They, they, they do like this uh, set up meeting. They're like, Oh, we're going to come sit down and talk to you or whatever. Right. Right. With the, with, they, the nu- with the nutritionist. Okay. That's what it was. Right. Yeah. And then they show up and then they reveal all the things that they've been eating. They have all the, uh, the tapes, they have the tapes from their home. Mm-hmm. Then they have the, uh, you know, the videos from outside where they were at, work at the pubs at or the interesting thing about the show they had like recreations of the foods like on a table like a spread right yeah just now stop for a second take take a minute and think 
if someone laid out all the food you ate in a week and put it on a table in front of you, yeah, what would that table look like? Would you be pleased with that table or would you be like, ah, what's going on? Are that, you asking me personally? You personally, I, the insiders personally, just to be, just take, oh, okay. your, take, your, <laughs> take yourself there for a second. Take uh-huh. yourself there for a second. If you saw all the food you ate for a week, how would that make you feel? Yeah, that, that's a good tool. I mean, I guess when you, when they see it all in one right, sitting. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that that's that was the shocker. You could see them like, you know, really scratching their head and their eyes kind of getting big, saying, Wow, that that was me. I really did that. You know, they're almost like a person who was like sleepwalking or something. Right. They're like, what? I did right. that? Because it gets pushed to their subconscious. They're just kind of mindlessly eating and grazing and doing these things. And then when the actual food is on that table like you said they, they'll if those people ate a pizza they'll buy another pizza and put it on the table so that spread is in front of them mm-hmm. and that is that was the eye opener for them right right and then the videos the videos of them you know as you put salad dressing on your salad or as you put ketchup oh on yeah your a, fries lot the, or, a lot of the condiments right. just yeah yeah because people those things add up. Yeah, and the way uh you know somebody will say well i i made uh for on that show i made chips or something you know they made the fries or i made a salad or something right but then you see them putting on massive amounts of these condiments whether it be dressings or uh they're making using mayos and butter but yeah they're cooking with butter or they're just even using something like olive oil or something but they're just they're just pouring it all in the pan. They're not even looking, they're not measuring, and it adds up, mm. it adds up. I so. think one person made cereal, it was like wheat like wheat cereal, so they yeah. took it out and broke it up and had the wheat in the bowl. They added butter, sugar, <laughs> and peanut butter, and I think like cream, and they ate that, and I was like, that sounds, first of all, it doesn't sound appetizing in one, but just, just yeah. all, all those ingredients is just like, yeah, that's, 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 a, that's wild. Yeah. I don't need, how did you come up with that? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Cream and butter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, those, those are things. And then what somebody will say is, well, oh yeah, I had cereal. Right. No, 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 no. You didn't have cereal. <laughs> right. That's a whole nother concoction. Yeah. I don't know what you had. Yeah. <laughs> you had a, a mutant version of cereal, cereal and steroids. Um, yeah, and then uh, so you have that part of it, and then really the next part of the the additional calories, like you said before, um, your calorie, a lot of your calories previously were coming from drinks, but those were sugary drinks. Those were from uh, you know the the coffees, the sodas, right. uh, juices, whatever. Even people that are drinking, if you're drinking these sports drinks, Gatorades and things like that but you're not an athlete if you're not because <laughs> really think about gatorade the commercial it's for the athlete it's right you the sponsors of gatorade or powerade or something these are people who are playing sports four quarters going to practice that is where you replenish uh, you know electrolytes and you can process those carbohydrates so let Take us back to what the woman said and what I'm saying. Mm. So turn around a Gatorade and look at the back. It's going to have, depending on what size you get, 26 grams of sugar on the carbohydrate side, right? 
Right. That, that is going to be in there. I know they have sugar-free Gatorades and things like that, but that was more so for people who uh, were trying to just drink these things just to drink them. But if you are an athlete and you're really drinking this Gatorade, you should be drinking the regular one. And that's how much is in that. Right. They're, they're, I used to pound Gatorades and Powerades and all that different stuff, sports drinks, when I was playing. Because that's how your body replenishes. But we're talking about a person who's not an athlete and is trying to uh, reduce body fat. A sports drink is not really going to be your friend. Right. And, and so that it's not really the same. But uh, those are the type of drinks that you were drinking. Right. Yep. You look on this show, these people were uh, drinking something a little harder. They, yeah. were, they were drinking the beers, the ciders, uh, the hard alcohols, the wines. And that was where they really, really uh, added a surplus of calories. What did you think about that part of the show? I think it was eye-opening. And I, I think a lot of people might not take into consideration the amount of calories that are in a glass of wine or in a beer. And then when you get into these social settings, how fast you can drink three, four, or five of them without even thinking. And that, yeah. and, and so you know, three, four, five glasses of, of, of wine or three, four, five pints of beer, things like that. And that's even, that's before the food. And so now you're already, you already have, you know, yeah. uh, four, four or 500 calories on your stomach and you have any, and that's not even counting what you, what you're about to eat. Yeah. 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 And then when you, and then after your inhibitions are down because of the alcohol content, you eat more, you eat more. Cause you're not now. You're not even considering. Now you're just now you're just enjoying yourself. You're having a good time. You let yep. your hair and down. You're like, I'll, I'll I'll worry about tomorrow. Right. You're right. Yeah. Yep. And then a lot of people, a lot of them worried about tomorrow, and how they worried about it was that morning breakfast was a hangover breakfast. So <laughs> now, now I got to eat these fried things, or you know, I got to eat these salty things to kind of get over my hangover. And so now you're just kind of doubling down on the night before and then the morning after. Yeah, yeah, you would see that. You would see that to where these people are drinking uh, in the evening to let their hair down or I had a stressful day after work or quote unquote, I earned it. Hmm. And it was a slippery slope because one would turn into two. And think about, so you want to talk about food logs and secret eaters. There should be a secret, or not secret, there should be another show or an extended version called Secret Drinkers. Mm. Because I've said this before, I've never seen a food log where somebody has put five rum and Cokes, a whole bottle of wine. Right. Are we to assume that nobody's ever done that? Right. It happens all the time. All the time. But you're being a secret drinker by not adding it to your food log. And mm-hmm. then when you go back, you basically lie to yourself because you go back and say, oh yeah, I had, I had the spring salad and then I had uh, two glasses of wine. No, you didn't. You had three or four or you went back home and then you had a little bit more or whatever. Just mm-hmm. put it in there. Just put it in there and you can see, you will see exactly what's happening. Um, a lot of times we talk about portion sizes that are kind of out of whack with food. Portion sizes with alcohol are always overpoured. If you go to your favorite uh, 
bar or something and you know the people, the bartender or something, they're not probably, they're probably not even pouring your regular size uh, drink, whether you're getting a mixed drink or whatever, a beer, yeah, because it's, it's in that glass. But certain things where they, where they have to pour a certain amount, it's probably going to be a little bit more. If you're drinking things like margaritas and some of these high sugar drinks, you're really going overboard with the with the sugar, with the calories. Um, and the thing about alcohol is there's no nutritional value. Mm. So you're just not getting anything from it. You're not getting any protein. You're not getting any uh, fat. Your body uses that to run. Right. Uh, and then depending on what you're drinking, you may get a carbohydrate from some type of mixed thing, but that's not coming from the actual alcohol, uh, unless it's like certain type of wine or something. Uh, so uh, let's do this. So for those who don't know, these are the, the serving sizes and the calorie count pretty much for alcohol. When you look at a wine glass, we've seen some huge wine glasses before. A serving of wine is five ounces. And depending on what type of wine, but roughly it's going to be around 125 calories. A serving of beer, 12 ounces. So if you're going to get one of these big mugs or whatever they have at these other places, that's not one serving. Mm. <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting two, maybe three servings in one and one drink with the, with the bigger mug or pint or whatever they're drinking. Uh, so beer, 145, roughly around, depends on what you're drinking. There's so many different types of beers that you would have to look up exactly what you're drinking. You know, there's light beers, there's dark beers and all these other IPAs and all this different stuff. So there's, then you have champagne, that's going to be about four ounces as a serving. Uh, and then when it comes to Low key, champagne is terrible. If you're drinking champagne and you ain't <laughs> celebrating nothing, you got you got bigger issues. Okay, you, you ain't fancy. <laughs> and then, so for for like liquor, for like a vodka or something like that, um, depending on the proof, it can vary. But the serving size is 1.5 ounces, very small, mm. very small. For so, shot. yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. So, but again, like I said, if you're drinking these mixed drinks or if you're making your drinks at home, you're probably, these people are pouring two to three servings yeah. and then they mix it with something. Let's say you have a rum and Coke, right? And you pour yourself three ounces of liquor and then you pour in about eight ounces of Coke to make your drink. Mm -hmm. That is not what the actual nutrition facts are of the 1.5 and whatever else that with the coke so and really a lot of people run into problems with alcohol with the mixer they're mixing alcohol with the things that we talked about that you were drinking Ernest. so that's the double down effect right they're drinking uh <laughs> some type of you know they get fancy or something let's say some type of coffee type of drink with the baileys or whatever right and then they add alcohol to it or they're drinking uh sodas with alcohol in it rum and right. cokes and all those different things or they're right. drinking the the mixed drinks that really taste good and all those other things or the margaritas the summery drinks so it's the alcohol and the other things that are just straight up sugar simple syrup and all those i mean just think of that name right there you ever made <laughs> simple syrup you basically you're making 
sugar, liquid sugar, right, to make your drink taste good. Sugar so, water. Yeah. So all these people are doing this in secret for the most part. And they'll say, oh, I had a little drink the other night or, oh, I had a drink here or there, not realizing, one, just the calorie, additional calories that they're not uh, tracking. But there are some other effects of alcohol that we, we can go into another episode. We can do a whole episode on alcohol and the effects on the body. Um, but it does change the way your body is going to burn fat. And it's not just calories. So if you're listening to this, well, you are listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> alcohol is not, al the effects of alcohol are not the same as the effects of food. Because one, you're not getting any nutritional value from it. Two, you're not, your body's not using those calories the same way. And a French fry is not going to affect your body the same way as uh. 1.5 ounces of vodka. Yeah, that was a big part. I mean, it was like, wow, does 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 uh England, does Britain have a drinking problem? Right. Because it was it was cheers every episode. I don't think I I don't think I've seen any non-drinkers on the show. I think yeah, I don't, I had it either. There there was wine bottles in the kitchen. There was going out late nights eating those things, mm -hmm. which led to people ordering those foods, those takeaway foods and all mm -hmm. those things. Uh, so, yeah. So then after this, right? So, so they, they've kind of get their eyes open. They, they have to deal with the truth of their undercover videos being shown to them. Well, what was the next step they had to? After they had the, the experience of seeing everything that they've, they've eaten, had the, meeting with the, uh, or being confronted by the nutritionist to, to show them, you know, consuming all these types of things is the equivalent of eating, some of them was like 300 chicken nuggets in a month or, or um, eating oh, yeah. all, these, all these crazy foods. Then they put them on a, um, a diet that would put them in a caloric deficit for 10 weeks and yeah. they can experience what the actual, if you stick to this diet and do these things the way you're supposed to do them, then you can actually start seeing yourself lose weight, cut out all these, these triggers for you, reduce your drinking, cut out the, the uh, sneaking of snacks, um, cut out eating the chips. Um, so basically they, they eat. had them eat the amount of calories they thought they were eating at the beginning of the show. Right. Maybe yeah. even a little bit more. Cause some people were thought they were under eating. Yeah. That, some people, some people were, were actually under eating, and then would just binge on the weekends and that yeah. put them at the, the caloric surplus. Yep. 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 Yeah. You would see that. And that's something that, uh, we see sometimes and we've talked about kind of our, that Monday, Friday weigh in mm -hmm. that we've done a little bit. And I just for certain clients, I'll do that because that's what happens. Some people can do four days, five days of really good clean eating. And then the wheels fall off Saturday, Sunday, but Saturday, Sunday, almost erases Monday through Friday, Monday through Thursday, and right. then they're back to square one or even uh, end up being in a caloric surplus, like you said. Mm -hmm. So really getting a hold of the habits allows you to have that uh, consistency. 
So yeah, there was a lot of success stories. You would see families actually kind of change things around. Mm. Uh, People to where, lose uh, about two, three stones. Yeah, so a stone is 14 pounds. <laughs> just a stone is 14 pounds. Just Not to, a kidney stone. <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, so you would see these people come in after 10 weeks and really look different, feel different. They had reduced the processed foods. They had incorporated more vegetables. They had cut down the alcohol. Uh, you would see them talk about how they felt better and have more energy to work out more spend more family time, all these different things came into play when they changed their diet. Right. Yeah. And, and really it took, it took for them to look at themselves or have somebody else hold a mirror up to what they were doing because right. for whatever reason, they couldn't figure it out themselves. Right. Right. And one person, it was back to the beginning. One of the ladies said that uh, she's been dieting for, you know, 20 years you know she's tried the Jenny Craig so she's been in, she's been in a caloric deficit for 20 years she's been dieting for 20 years <laughs> she tried Weight Watchers she tried Atkins she even created her own diet and when she said that I said <laughs> she yeah created your own one and that didn't work either the one you made specifically for you well <laughs> I don't know how she thought she could do that. It's like, I, I, I'm not good at this, but I'm going to try to create something. Right. Okay. Right. No. So, but that, so even she, when she finally was confronted with everything that she is, was doing to sabotage her weight loss, she was able to, you know, refocus, recommit, and do it the right way, and then she ended up coming down. I believe uh, a a stone and a stone and a half. <laughs> yeah. Cheerio, cheerio, man. <laughs> uh. Yeah, uh, it's it, it goes back to pretty much everything we talk about. It's real food, limiting the processed foods, limiting uh, you know massive amounts of dairy, uh, actually cooking for yourself. And that takes care of a bulk of the, the issues. Mm -hmm. When you do those things, the bulk of your issues just start to get erased. You don't have to worry about what other people are making the food with or the restaurant. You don't have to worry about so much uh, the portion size as much. You don't have to order stuff specific to try to make it feel healthier. You know, like, oh, I'm going to go to the restaurant and then oh, they, they only have burgers and I'm just not going to eat the bun. And then I'm going to, you know, you're making all these kind of small accommodations to make yourself feel a little better. And maybe it, it is a little healthier, but it's really not the best thing you should be doing. Mm -hmm. and, and it just accumulates. So when, when you can really go back to the principles that we always talk about here to where it's eat vegetables, eat real food, eat lean meat, limit, 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 those things, whether it be the processed foods or the, the sugary drinks, the alcohols, uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll definitely do a whole episode on alcohol in the near future. Things, things work out for you because mm -hmm. you can see the, you can see how the people were acting after they drank. They would go home and eat more, or they would yeah. sleep in and be tired and eat a, a terrible breakfast, or you know, it was just, it was just a chain. Chain effect. We never see anybody get wasted at night, then wake up and do a six mile run. Right. At 6 a.m. and beat you not to crack a dawn. Right. So again, yeah. there, there's so many other factors that goes into it. It's just like just changing the lifestyle. 
Right. And that's one, one of the things as far as changing the lifestyle that you had us doing in the beginning was try not to, when we were, when we were trying, when we were starting off, we're eating clean. It was a, one of the things we tried to do was to try to make healthy versions of the bad foods we used to eat. That's what and you tried to do. That's what we tried to do. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so, but starting off that is, I mean, starting off, that's probably, that might not be the best route to go because you're still leaning in to that, that old habit of, you know, having the, the burger type thing. So instead of the 85, 15, uh, fat on the ground beef, maybe it's yeah. like leaner ground beef and things like that, but it's still, you're still consuming, you're still making that burger and you still kind of have that. You're, it's your a mindset, habit thing. Yeah, your it's mindset changed it, right? Habit, yeah. And so it was best for, I, I thought it was best for me to kind of leave all that stuff alone and just try new things. Yeah. Try new things, expand your, your food catalog, so to speak, uh-huh. so that when you do get to a healthier place, and you do want to go to that burger or whatever, then it's fine. And then you can do that, excuse me, you can do that lean, that those leaner cuts of beef and things like that, where you want, if you want to have a burger, but not, don't just jump right into, okay, well, I'm used to eating burgers. So I'm going to continue to eat burgers. I'm just going to eat a healthier burger and still these, these fries and things like that. And so now, but instead of doing that, just try to just do something totally different, add to your, your, your collection of what you're able to cook, what you know how to cook, learn some new things, try new foods. And then once you get to a place where you are healthier and you're not so much triggered by some of these uh, food choices that you're, that you're making, then you can maybe go back to try to try to make those healthy versions of the things you used to eat. And I think that's kind of where we're at now. So if we, if we feel like we want a pizza or something like that, we, we might not order the pizza. We'll buy the dough and we'll make our own pizza at home. You know, we buy the dough, we'll buy the sauce and things like that. And we can make our own so we can control kind of what we're putting in the pizza. We know what we're putting in the pizza. We put our own toppings on there, whether it be yeah. vegetables and peppers or, you know, the uh, pepperonis and things like that. We, but we can control the portion amount um, better than we can control by just ordering it online, not knowing who's doing what to, to what, you know? So. Yeah. And, and there's, there's a time and a place for recreations and mm-hmm. uh, making it something unhealthy, healthier. That, that, that's something you do want to do, mm-hmm. but you need to be in a place where you're not really a, a slave to the habit. Right. And we talked about that on uh, the last episode where, mm-hmm. where these people were uh, sugar addicts and all these other things to where they were snackers, hardcore, and then they go to Jenny Craig or they go to Weight Watchers and they're like, hey, here's three snacks a day. Eat a brownie at noon, eat ice cream at night, just eat our version of it. Right. And then you never really break from that. You're never saying, let me eat an apple. Let me eat cucumber and carrots. Let me, you know, you're not, you're not changing those habits. Right. So yeah, that, that's, that's a good point. Um, mm-hmm. I think with, within the show, it just shows you that this whole weight loss thing is not impossible. It can be done. And if you are failing, if you are struggling, your body isn't broken. You're not an alien. You're not different than the, the, all the other <laughs> uh, people on this planet. You right. just need to clean it up. You need to be honest with yourself. Mm. You need to be honest with whatever program you're following. And if you need help, get help. Because really what this, uh, this show did, it just helped these people 
it just helped them. It got them help because it had somebody else, a third party, an authoritative figure or somebody to say, look, this is what you're doing. I know you think you're doing this, but that ain't working. That ain't it. You need to do this. And that's what really helps kind of pull people up and help them make the, the necessary changes in lifestyle because it's doable. Now these people uh, who lost the weight towards, you know, in the latter part of the show, they didn't do anything extreme. They, they weren't, did you hear anybody say, oh yeah, uh, okay, now I'm doing intermittent fasting. Oh, I'm doing uh, CrossFit eight times a day or eight times a week. Right. They didn't say any of these things. They just made basic changes. Yep. And if, if you're listening and you're struggling, you just need to make those basic changes and then do them consistently because that was uh, to end the show. It's at 10 weeks, right? Yep. That's a, that is a real sample set, you know, sample size. You can't do this stuff for four days. You can't do this stuff for two weeks. It needs to be done for three, four, six, eight weeks over time, and you will see the results. So I think everybody should tune in and just check it out. It's, I think they're even available on YouTube if you, don't, if you can't use it on demand on whatever cable subscriber you have. But there, there is a free way to watch this show and just check it out. Watch one or two episodes and you might see yourself in some of these people or a relative and or you can just learn from it uh, because it, it's it's easy, but it's not easy. If that makes sense. Right. Right. Yeah. So it was, it was pretty interesting to see those people and see themselves, watch them, watch themselves in horror. Right, yeah. So they're like, just like that's that, or that. They will go through them eating, and they'll be like, "Is that that's one day? That's, <laughs> that's no. me. That I don't uh, even remember that. I don't know yeah. who that person is. Yeah, exactly. One, like, one, one, one lady pretty much stole the candy bar from her child, and I was like, oh, "That's wow. Wow. The, the sugar, the sugar addiction is real. Yeah. Yeah. So if you get a chance, if you feel like you are a secret eater, <laughs> or you 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 want to check out the show, check it out. Like I said, it's, you, it's really easy to find, probably on YouTube. So if you, if you possibly are a secret eater or you are, if you feel like you don't know how many calories you're consuming in a day and you just don't know, if you're prepared to be honest with yourself, I say at least three days, not just one day, because what happens when you start recording you seem to clean up your act that's something mm -hmm. that i've noticed yeah. so people clean up their act and I, i've done this for a long time and this is why i do longer than one day three days because you can kind of send in your representative yeah, yeah your your representative you know he'll, they'll show up and they'll eat the salads and drink the waters for a couple of days and mm -hmm. then then the real you shows up to work mm -hmm. and you're like oh there they are so really really uh Take two, three days, four days, whatever, and try to include a weekend. Don't just do your weekdays and use a calorie tracker. It might take some work to where you need to look at uh, portion size. These things are pretty easy. A lot of these uh, calorie tracker apps allow you to scan barcodes. Uh, you, you're able to really just find the true number of calories you're consuming, and then they're gonna give you the macronutrient split. But what I would say is don't, don't track your day trying to hit a goal. Just track your day. 
and see where see what happens see see what you're doing and see how it see how it works out so you want to just track 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 and then at the end of the day say okay this is what my typical day looks like and then from there you can kind of reverse engineer and and put in some numbers that'll work for you if you're using one of those apps or that are going to tell you what uh what macros to use or how many calories to use uh but right now i i don't want you to track your macros excuse me i don't want you to track your calories trying to make your day fit into 1600 calories and then you say oh this is all i eat no go track your food if you if you have sporadic weekends where you go eat certain stuff or you have favorite meals put those in and see what that day looks like if you do drink alcohol and you seem to uh sometimes drink a little bit more than you like for yourself put it in see what a six pack looks like mm -hmm. in terms of calories see what a whole bottle of wine looks like in calories and then you'll be able to really adjust or just be more educated on the fact that this is what's going in your body and this is why your body's not changing so really this is this is an honesty episode it's an honesty tv show to really just kind of look in the mirror and uh if you want to take those steps closer to getting uh getting to where you want to get to then uh, a food log and checking out this show would really be beneficial yeah man cool all right that's been another episode we'll see you next time we out. Thank you for listening to the Stronger Inside Podcast. If you're listening on Spotify, follow us. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then subscribe. Make sure you stay connected with us via social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Stronger Inside Podcast. Remember, every like, comment, and share spreads the message of health, fitness, and wellness. 